Hello and welcome to the Becca's Music Room podcast. My name is Becca and I am an elementary music teacher who loves to share all of the things with all of you. In this podcast, you will get tips, tricks, ideas, lesson plans, and much, much more that you can take directly to your classroom. My goal is for everything to be as simple and easy as possible so that I can take some of the stress out of your life and help you have the best music teaching year ever. So if you are excited for all of the things, then grab a cup of coffee and let's get to it. Today we're going to be talking about one of my new favorite songs for first and second grade, and it is called Silver Moon Boat. I love this piece and I had never heard it until this year. I found it kind of on a whim. I'm not even sure why I found it, but I'm so glad I did because it is so much fun and quickly became one of my students' favorites. This is a Chinese folk song. Sometimes it's called Silver Moon Boat. Sometimes it's called Little Silver Moon. Either way, it is a great song and so much fun. It does include quarter, eighth notes, and rest. So I use this at the beginning of the year to review quarter rest and talk about phrasing and kind of lead into a lot of other conversations with other pieces we were doing. In this video, we're gonna talk about how you can use it in your classroom, how much fun it is, what the song is about, and also different ways that you can incorporate other songs and other pieces into this. So if you are interested in that then let's hop right on in. So like I said this song is called Little Silver Moon or Silver Moon Boat and it goes like this. Little silver moon rides the sky like a boat. Past the twinkling stars it will float, lightly float. Sail little moon boat to the So Little Silver Moon is a really fun lesson. And so we first start by, of course, teaching them this song. And then after that, I have them pull out their scarves. We actually learned this song on Zoom. And so we um, found scarf-like items at our houses, which included anything from jackets to dish towels to pillows to... Um, plastic bags like for groceries to I think my personal favorite was a Santa hat in August. Um, I'm not really sure why we had that but we talked about how the moon makes an arc in the sky because from east to west across the sky and so we did the same thing where we went little silver moon rides the sky like a boat past the twinkling stars it will float lightly float this really helped them to control the phrasing as well as just their movements because that's a long arc it is not quick even some of mine like this part was a lot faster than this part and so that's something that you can talk about in that that you really can't rush it you got to like really be slow and again comparing that to the actual moon i use this again with second grade at the beginning of the year when they were actually working on talking about the moon and the stars and all of those things. So I wanted to tie everything in there. And also I love this song now. That's also a really, really good thing to do if your kiddos need a like chill out moment because it is a very chill song. And if you're doing that arc, like that's a nice chill movement and it can really help to bring them down, especially at the end of class, maybe right before you send them back to their teachers so that they're not like, because you know, no one likes that. Um, along with that, we also again talk about the moon and how it goes across the sky. 
We also talk about China and where China is on the map. I always, always, always make an effort to show the kids where their songs are coming from on the map. So I always say, okay, here's where we live. Here's where this song is from. And I always tell them like, we start where we live and we fly across the whole go to wherever they we are going. So in this case, we're going to China. I love to show them some pictures about China as well, just so they have a little more context. Um, next year, I think I'm going to try the Chinese words. This year, I did not. I just did the English translation because I guess I kind of went out. But next year, I think we're going to try doing it in Chinese to make it extra cool. Then I like to go a little more deep into actually like what the song is about. So I asked them, why do you think it says sail little moon boat to the west and it takes a while but eventually we get to oh because this moon goes from the east to the west because I already told them that in the sky and so we talk about that and then it says why do you say that and then you say why does sail little moon boat while I rest what is the point of that and eventually we get to oh because the moon is out while you are sleeping because the moon comes out at nighttime. All of the graphics you're seeing, by the way, are in my lesson pack for this song. So this is, this currently what you're looking at is pulled from the presentation. There are also Google Slides activities, Google Form activities, and printable activities that they can actually do. Like you can send them and they can manipulate things and do all of that kind of stuff, which we'll talk about a little bit more in a moment. And I will leave that linked down below if you're interested, but of course you can do everything without it. That's why. After that, I like to have them point at some iconic notation of the rhythm just to remember because I like to do this at the very beginning of the year and at the end I have that um quarter rest blacked out as kind of like a what's the new moon is that the black one yes because full moon is okay okay new moon as a new moon is like all um darker so that the kids can see that it's still there but it doesn't get any sound so we just sing and I have them point to it um we were on zoom so I just had them point on their screen but you could have them come and point with a pointer which is my favorite thing to do because pointers make everything better and then after that we review our rhythm because again I use this at the beginning of the year to be like oh yeah this is what a quarter note is well, actually oh yeah this is what a ta is because we haven't learned the actual words yet and so then we play it and point to the rhythm we play it and clap the rhythm if we'd been in person we would have played it and played the rhythm on instruments but we didn't get to do that but alas it's okay and then after that usually on a separate day i will have them fill in the missing rhythm so sometimes i do this as a whole group activity and sometimes we do it uh, individually so i would send them the google slide where the missing rhythms are there or the google form i think this activity is in both of them um, with some classes i sent them the google slides and when you're on zoom the best thing to do is just put the link in the chat and have them click there and i just give everyone a different slide for that that. Um, in person it's a little bit trickier because you got to like put it in your learning management system or have a QR code or something where they can get to it pretty easily but however we do it I have them fill in the missing rhythms either on Google Slides or on Google Forms or we just do it together so I leave one of the rhythms blank and they have to figure out which one is missing by figuring out the syllables and whether that would be ta or tt or rest if it doesn't have any noise now, ideally in person, we would get to play this on instruments. We didn't get to do that last year, but hopefully, hopefully next year we will. So the orchestration that I have for this one is having four different instruments, but um, start with one or two and build up from there. So I have the triangle just doing ta, 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 so we'd be like. The egg shaker playing ta, ti, ti, ta, ti, ti, ta, 
And we talk about playing in um, ta, ti, ti, ta, ti, ti, ta, ti, ti, easy, easy peasy there. And then um, the xylophones or metallophones or glockenspiels or whatever you want to use at playing that same rhythm but on C, C, G, C, C, G, C. And then the best part is having those wind chimes going. Just nice and slowly the whole way through. My kids are fascinated by wind chimes. We love them, we love them. Um, anyway, so there's a little orchestration to go along with that song. Again, I would have some sort of culminating activity whenever you are finished, either on Google Slides or the printable activities or something like that, so that they can kind of review the song and show their expertise in whatever you're focusing on. And then let's talk extensions. So along with this song, I had a whole like stars nighttime theme going on because they were learning about that in science class. So we did a couple of different things with them. Um, my favorite one was a short ride in a fast machine. This song is so much fun to do with your scarves that you already have because you're doing the phrases. And so to throw this in was really fun. It's really upbeat and I just told the kids to pretend like they were in a spaceship and to match the song. And there's some really specific pieces like there's parts going like up and down, up and down, up and down and the part where you're kind of going in and out and like you'll hear it when you listen to it and the kids will just instantly get like, oh, I know exactly what I should do with my scarf on there. And do it but it's so much fun and it's a really good way to get the wiggles out also I love to use this to pretend that we're going on our spaceship so that we can fly somewhere else so we were on the moon and then we got in our spaceship and we flew to the stars so that we could talk about other things like starlight star bright this song was a reminder of so and me right before we got to talking about law and so it goes Starlight, star bright, first star I see tonight. Wish I may, wish I might, have this wish I wish tonight. So this song we learned, we used our body solvers along with it, and we also talked about what we would wish for, and they just thought it was really cute because it was really simple. Another option for things that you could do is follow the drinking cord. Now this is a very different stylistic change but it's a really good piece it is a spiritual it is one of my absolute favorites we do it every single year i did include it in my favorite spirituals at google slides lesson so if you are interested in that i will leave a link to that below and yeah so follow the drinking gourd goes follow the drinking gourd follow the drinking gourd for the old man is a waiting for to carry you to freedom if you follow the drinking cord. Now, if you've never heard this song, you're probably like, Becca, what on earth does a drinking cord have to do with anything? So this song is actually a song to help people escape from the Underground Railroad, which is super cool. So they used the drinking gourd as a code, and there's lots of different codes in this song. And so drinking gourd, a gourd is a vegetable, and back then they would hollow out the gourd, they would let it dry in the sun, hollow it out and take all the stuff out and then dip it in the water like a dipper like a dipper <laughs> and then they could drink out of it now this is relevant because the drinking gourd is code for i think it's the big dipper so the big dipper points at the north star or it might be code for the little dipper because the north the little dipper has the north star in it 
Either way, it's talking about the North Star so that it encourages people to go to the North where you would be free from slavery. As you go North, then you can escape slavery and all of that stuff. So we learn this song, we talk and kind of decode all the secret messages, and we also read the book Follow the Drinking Gourd, which I will leave down below. It's not a like singing book, so it's not just like the words to the song. It's actually a story to go along with it. And I love it because it really illustrates what the song means there's a lot of again weird things like um left foot peg foot or um follow the drinking gourd or when the first quail calls and different stuff like that that's just a little bit weird so it really helps to explain all of those different things so i will leave the book and the spirituals lesson on google slides down below as well as of course obviously the ones for this song all right and now i did not use gustav holst the planets but i did want to give a shout out to the planets because if you were going to use them this would be an excellent time to incorporate them i like to save the planets until the kids are a little bit older and they can appreciate it a little bit more i love it in fourth grade because they're actually working on the planets in fourth grade so we can kind of tie those things in but you could totally do some listening activities with the planets because that's a lot of fun too all right, friends, so that is Little Silver Moon Boat plus some. I will leave the links to all the things I talked about, like the lesson pack and all of the other things I talked about down below. I will also leave a link to my virtual music lessons book in case you are still teaching online. It has a whole bunch. There's like 100 pages worth of lessons, and it's so many things that you can like use in your classroom tomorrow or whenever you get it from Amazon. Um, you can get either the book or the ebook, so I'll leave that linked down below in case you're interested. And yeah, I would love to know what your favorite Chinese folk songs are, so leave that in the comments down below because one, I need more, and two, I want to know who got to the end of the video. So thanks so much for watching, especially if you did make it to the end of the video. I will see you guys next time. Bye.